Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 78. Today we're going to be talking about some time management tips. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into today's episode. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone. So today we're going to talk about some time management tips. This episode was inspired by a post um, by one of our members of the private listener group who was looking for some new ideas for time management, uh, maybe some tips of some things she hasn't tried before. And I thought that would be a really fun episode to make because um, either maybe there might be some things here that you haven't heard of before, or maybe just you need a reminder and just to kind of re-motivate yourself to get back on track with utilizing those different time management techniques that you've used in the past. We all kind of need a reminder and motivation to get back on track sometimes. So I thought this would be kind of fun. Um, Like usual, um, on my Monday episodes, which is like my main episode for the week, I always give a frugal tip of the week. So this week's tip is related to a situation that I just had at um, uh, the phone, like the store um, where I got my daughter needed a new phone. Um, She dropped her phone in the ocean last week. Um, It didn't go into the ocean, but it got hit by a wave. And um, even though the iPhone that she has is supposed to be pretty water resistant, and she did get it out very quickly, I think just because of the salt water or whatever, um, it it destroyed the phone. So I ended up in the store um, getting her a new phone. Um, My son's phone from, I think, a year ago or so, he dropped his in the bay in Maryland when we were on vacation, so his is still there. <laughs> but um, anyway, so now we have two phones that have uh, been basically um, taken from us by some form of water. But anyway, um, so we're, I was in the store with her, and the salesman was trying to explain to me that they had an offer where they were gonna give me a free device and my bill would go down if I took this offer. So um, I'm thinking, that makes no sense. Why would you give me something for free and then charge me less? Like there's, I I couldn't comprehend how this could possibly make any sense at all. And he just kept telling me over and over that my bill would go down and I'd get this device for free and you know, whatever. Um, So I was like, I just kept repressing him. Like, can you please re-explain this to me? Because it's just not logical that there'd be any motivation for you to want to give me a free device and then charge me less every month. So he wound up writing it all out. And my bill was not... Okay, technically my bill would have gone down, but that's because I was gonna be using a credit that they were gonna apply to my bill for upgrading my daughter's phone towards getting this new device. So there was a charge for the new device, and my bill would have gone down even further if I didn't use some of that credit towards paying for this new device. So it was just very deceptive, and I can imagine um, people taking their word for it and, and, saying, okay, that sounds great, sure, I'll get that, my bill's gonna go down and I can have this new device and everything. Well, yeah, but your bill would have gone down even further if you didn't get that device. So it just made me think, you know, just be really careful 
um, when you're when there's offers out there and just don't be afraid to keep pressing and ask for clarification if something's just really not making sense to you so that's kind of my frugal tip of the week don't you know if an offer if an offer seems too good it probably is people always say that anyway but um, it's just it, it's really true just kind of a uh, Sorry, I'm always letting my dogs in and out when I'm recording. Just had to let the dogs back in the house. Um, but it's really true. If you know they're trying to sell you something and make it sound in a way that just doesn't seem logical, just keep pressing them and make sure that they can explain it to you to make sure that you're using your money wisely and you're not getting tricked into getting something um, that you really didn't want. So anyway, that's that. So let's get into the time management tips. Okay, so the first one I have on my list um, is to prioritize your tasks. So that seems obvious, but the reason I put it first is because prioritizing your tasks is probably the most important thing you can do in managing your time. Because I think it's probably safe to say that most of us have more on our to-do list than we can ever reasonably accomplish in any somewhat short time frame. So you, you can't, if you have this to-do list and you haven't prioritized it, it creates more stress than anything and you're less likely to get the things done because you're so overwhelmed in where to even begin. So look at your to-do list, pick the top two or three things that you'd really like to either get fully complete or to make progress on that day, depending on like how involved the task is and you just have to let the other things go. They're on the list, they're gonna stay there, you're not, they're not gonna be forgotten, but you have to get them out of your mind because your time is limited and there's nothing you could do about that. There's no possible way that most of us can get done all of those things that we have on our to-do list. And when you keep them on your mind and keep thinking like, okay, I'm gonna do this, but I still have all those other things, like when am I gonna get to those? It, it basically takes away from the focus that you want to put on the tasks that you chose are your priorities. So you just have to be realistic about it and know that you only have so much time in a day. Look at your list. Say, what is the most important to me here? Pick those things. Focus on those and really, really let the other things um, stay on the list and get out of your mind. And if you do that and you find that one of those things is still really bothering you, that you really, really are worried about not getting that done, then maybe rethink your priorities. Maybe you need to choose that item instead of something else that you picked. But you have to pick only what you can do because you only have so much time. So I think that for time management, prioritizing, while it seems obvious, is probably the most important thing you can do because it frees your mind um, of what you're going to focus on for that day. The next thing, um, the next tip is create a time-based to-do list. So I don't know if you guys have heard of this before. I hadn't and I was kind of surprised because I feel like I'm always looking up time management tips and um, I was just kind of surprised that I hadn't really seen this listed before like kind of specifically as this type of idea like a time-based to-do list um, and I think it's a really really great idea uh, it's it's basically where you t you create your to-do list 
but then next to each item on your to-do list, you have an estimated time frame of how long it'll take to complete each task. So I'm sure many of you can relate to this, but I mean, how many times have you put together a to-do list for a certain day where if you actually put down the amount of time each task would take to accomplish, it'd probably take you like at least two or three days to get all those things done. And you're like, yeah, here's my list. I'm going to get these 20 things done today. It's just not even remotely realistic. So by having that estimated time frame on the list, I think that could really help you with making a to-do list for your day that you can actually reasonably accomplish and not have like this ridiculous list that one wasn't prioritized and two has way too many things on it than you could ever even realistically accomplish in a day even if you didn't sleep or eat. So um, I just I really, really loved that idea and I definitely think I'm gonna work on that because I think that um, it really can help you see uh, you know, like what you can fit into a day for home and for work, really. I, I think it's a really great idea. So that was my, the next tip. The tip after that, this is another one, um, make a time diary. So this is another one that I actually hadn't heard of before and I was surprised. Um, these are the only two, the other ones I've, I've done before and I use. But um, this one, make a time diary, I had not really heard of doing before. Um, but it makes a lot of sense. Um, so what you do is you, you literally take a week and you plot out what you do each day. And you're supposed to really record everything. Like you, you write down um, when you were cooking, when you were eating, when you were exercising, um, your free time, scrolling Facebook or other social media time, checking email, reading, working, doing laundry, cleaning, doing dishes, everything. Like everything you do, you write it down from start to finish and how much time it took you to do. And by doing this, you can really see like where all your time is going and that can really help you evaluate you know if there's something that's taking you too much time or if you're spending time inefficiently um, maybe you can rearrange how and when you do things to get them done in a more efficient way or maybe you find that you're getting distracted and you're spending too much time um, on social media or sitting down to watch TV or something like that it can really give you a really good picture of um, what your week looks like and how you're managing your time. So I definitely wanna try this out too because I think it's really a great idea. It kind of reminded me of um, budgeting with your money. Um, it's kind of like you know when people start out on a budget and they track their expenses to kind of get their finances under control and you're tracking where every dollar went and you know this is the money that came in, this is where it all went, what am I spending my money on? It's kind of the same exact idea, except with your time. So, um, you know, how can you really make adjustments to using your time better if you don't know where it's all going? So I thought that was a really cool idea, and I definitely want to give that a try. Um, so that, that's that one. The next tip is um, don't say yes to everything. You have to limit your commitments. Um, you know, the, you want, of course... You want to participate in things and you want to do all these different opportunities that might come up for you, but a lot of times that's what can cause you to have this feeling that you don't have enough time. So only say yes to things that are really important to you and that you can fit into your schedule. You know, sometimes there's going to be things that are important to you, but maybe they're not as important as other things that you already had on your schedule and you just are going to have to 
say no to them if you really wanna manage your time and get done the things that were a priority for you. You know, th this, goes to, um, this goes for kids' activities too. For any of you who might have children that are in activities, um, you know, they don't have to participate in every sport and every activity that they're interested in. Because um, the constant running, it gets overwhelming for, for the kids too. It's definitely overwhelming for the parent, and, it's and it gets overwhelming for the kids because whenever something, and I'm saying this from experience, my one daughter used to participate in everything, um, and then she had um, issues with headaches and got a leg injury and stuff, and she had to kind of back off of some of the stuff. And when she did, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, why were we doing that? Why were we running to horse riding and gymnastics and soccer like every day of the week we had something and then it was so stressful because whenever um whenever like anything extra came up it was all this juggling trying to figure out even like a school project for her or whatever it was all this juggling trying to figure out like okay how is this going to work and fit into our schedule it was just crazy and um it wasn't like she got that much benefit out of doing all those activities she liked all of them but, you know, again, there's only so much time in the day. So just consider if, if you have the time for those things, that's great. But I work full time and I would rush home, grab her, we'd run here, run there, try and get dinner done. And it was just every day, it was just running. So for yourself and if you have kids, just kind of keep that in mind to make your calendar realistic so that there's time in there for other things to happen that might come up, that will come up because, you know, things come up and then if your calendar is jam-packed it just creates more stress so yes yeah, so limit your commitments uh, the next tip is using block scheduling so I do have a separate episode on block scheduling if that's something you're interested um, hearing more details on um, I also saw block scheduling referred to as time blocking your activities and um, with block scheduling, what you do is you section off your day into time frames and you schedule what you're going to do in those time slots. So, you know, you don't want to get over ambitious and schedule out every minute with accomplishing goal related tasks. Um, you still need to shower, cook, eat and have some downtime. So it's more about kind of um, saying, OK, maybe put like uh, maybe two or three hour time slots earlier in the day and maybe, um, I'm sorry, not hour time slots, but like a two to three hour block. Say maybe you have like two, two to three hour blocks in the morning and then maybe two, two to three hour blocks in the evening um, and lay out what you're going to do during those times. You know, say like from... If, say if it's a weekend and you're going to do some decluttering time, but you don't want to wind up in taking your entire day doing that because maybe you also have to do something in the yard or maybe you have to run out to a store or whatever. So you're going to say, okay, from like 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. or to 11, I'm going to do this decluttering. And that's it. When the time frame's over, you have to stop. And then you move on to maybe you're going to say, okay, at 11, I'm going to kind of take a break, figure out what I'm going to have for lunch, eat some lunch. And then at one o'clock, I'm going to go run out to the store and do my store errand that I had to do. Because, you know, you can get caught up if you do start a decluttering project or something like that. You can get caught up and spend the entire day doing it. And then, yeah, you got a lot done on that, but you're still not going to feel good because you didn't get done the other things that you wanted to get done. 
So you'll feel better if you make progress on that and then you also get your other things done during the day. So you're kind of like blocking out your day and what you're gonna work on in those different time frames. And when you're doing that, um, if you do try block scheduling, keep in mind too like how your body works, like your yourself. Everybody kind of has different um, times of the day when they have more energy, energy than others. So like for me, I'm a morning person. Um, after dinner, I don't really want to do anything that requires a whole lot of energy. So like if I'm doing a block schedule for myself, I would definitely not put something at the end of the day that requires a lot of energy because I just know, or a lot of physical energy, because I just know I'm not going to want to do it and it's not going to be the best use of my time. So just kind of keep that in mind too. Um, The next tip, which I think is really important too, is um, don't be a perfectionist. So you can waste a lot of time trying to get things just right without a whole lot lot of extra benefit to to trying to do that. Perfectionism can lead to procrastination. Um, If you're too worried about getting something done perfectly um, and you don't know how to get it done perfectly, a lot of times people just won't do it at all because they don't know how to approach it, they don't know how to start, um, to get it done properly, how they think it's done properly. And it can, it can really make you um, avoid doing things because you don't know how to do them perfect. For example, my kitchen floor. <laughs> I always hate mopping the kitchen floor because I feel like there were certain spots that I couldn't like really get to good enough. And, um, or it'd be like awkward like moving a certain thing in the kitchen to like mop behind it and things like that. And I used to kind of really dread doing it. And now I'm just like, you know what? I just do it the best I can. And if I hit the spot, if I don't, if I miss this spot this time, I'm sure I'll probably get it next time. Um, You know, I I can't like worry about every single speck of the floor being 100% perfectly clean. I'm not that worried about it. Uh, But just that little change has made me um, mop the floor, um, not spend so much time dreading mopping the floor is what I'm trying to say. I'm just like, okay, I got to mop the floor now, I get the mop, I do it, it's fine, it's good, it's cleaner than it was before, and I'm not like trying to be perfect about getting it done exactly how it's supposed to be done. So that's just like a little example of how perfectionism can kind of inhibit you from getting things done. It's better to have something done, not perfectly, than to not have it done at all. So just always keep that in mind. Try not to be a perfectionist about things that you're trying to accomplish. And then the last tip um, that I have for today is to really try and limit time wasters. So if you find that you pick up your phone um, to check email, Facebook, things like that, those are the ones that get me, that's why I'm mentioning them, but you know what things might distract you. It doesn't necessarily have to be on your phone, Um, but you want to just try and limit those distractions and maybe keep them out of sight if you can, like make them harder to access. You know, Facebook, maybe you don't want to have it on the home screen of your phone. If that's something that you click on often, maybe put it like four screens back so it's more of an effort to get to it. So it's not just quickly picking up and clicking on it. Um, You can make a time limit. Um, If it is phone apps that are something, those seem to be common to distract a lot of people, so that's why I'm talking about them specifically. Um, But like I said, there's many other time distractions. 
Um, there could be TV, there could be like a magazine laying on the kitchen table that you might wind up sitting down to grab and look through. When you were trying to get something else done, there might be a new coupon flyer from your favorite store. You know, anything's like that you wanna try and keep out of the way when you're trying to get something done and save those for your downtime. One thing um, that I did with apps because I found throughout the day if I was bored for a few minutes or I got distracted I'd pick up my phone and I'd either click on Facebook or click on my email and um, I hated that I was doing that like I was I've been trying to break that habit so what I did is I actually set a time limit for those apps so once I hit 10 minutes in either um, accumulation for the day it could smell like a minute here a minute there whatever but once I hit 10 minutes in Facebook um, and my email each like 10 minutes in each app um, it will a screen will pop up and it says that I've reached my time limit so if I was in the middle of doing something important like maybe I got an important email I was reading and it said I hit my time limit, I can click ignore um, but I only do that if it was something really important I was doing otherwise I'm just like okay I'm at my time limit and I just don't go back in it's more a reminder to me that I've already spent 10 minutes of my day in email or on Facebook and that's that's fine I don't mind spending 10 minutes but I don't want to spend more than that of my day so there's things like that you could do too um, if you find that the phone is one of the things that uh, that waste your time um, what was the other thing oh yeah what I wanted to say is um not completely related to time management but those time waster type things um, you know you can also try and redirect yourself too. like what I started doing was I usually always have a book in the Kindle app on my phone that I'm in the middle of reading so what I tried to start doing is I allowed myself that if I was going to pick up my phone and I didn't want to click on Facebook I could as an alternative click on the Kindle app because then at least um, that's something that I felt like I was at least being productive and I was reading rather than just sitting there scrolling through a Facebook page so that's just, you know, another uh, tip, not really time management type tip, but just kind of to redistract yourself to do something more positive um, than just general time wasters. So that's it for today. I hope maybe some of these could be helpful to you. If you um, like the episode, please don't forget to subscribe. Um, if you would like to leave me any feedback or message me on Facebook, my Facebook page is facebook.com slash Lola's Frugal Life. Um, we also have a private listeners group where you can um, just submit a request to join either through the link on the Facebook group or you can go directly to facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life and submit a request to join. I check it um, usually every day. So if you submit a request, I'll approve it within the day. Um, there's a handful of us in there right now, but it's been growing. So we would love to have you. And we basically talk about things that are same type of things that are talked about on the episodes on the show. Productivity, cleaning, um, budgeting, things like that, frugality. Um, so I'd love to have you. And if you did like the show, if you feel like it, I'd be really grateful if you left me a review or even just click, click the stars. You don't need to actually even write anything. And, uh, and that's it for today. So thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a really awesome day.